Welcome to The Unicorn Entrepreneur, the podcast that teaches women entrepreneurs how to create a business that earns more money. I'm Felicia Allison Bunbury-Brown, attorney, wife, French bulldog mom, beach bum, and owner of a multiple six-figure business. And I'm excited to teach you how to become a unicorn entrepreneur. This podcast is for you if you have a business or want to start a business and want to learn the tricks and tools to get your first client, your first six figures, and so much more than that. If you want more money and more satisfaction, you're in the right place. Pull up your seat. Let's go get them, unicorns. Hey guys, today's episode is how to hire unicorn employees or how to hire your first unicorn employee. And it's so essential. I often get questions from clients about how to scale, how to make more money, how to create more time. And the answer is always, you need to hire, you need to delegate. Now, I once was burned out and wasn't making as much money in my business as I am making today. The truth, hiring the right person makes you more money and frees up your time. It creates time, which is the most precious commodity that we have. It's so finite, okay? So that's what we're going to talk about today. It's, it's kind of a mindset thing, making the shift, taking that leap, leap of faith. So if you're thinking about starting a business or... If you are a one-woman show and you want to create more time and you want to make more money, this episode is for you. I'm Felicia Allison Bunbury of FeliciaAllisonBunbury.com. Welcome to another episode of The Unicorn Entrepreneur. If you're new, welcome. We're a community of women entrepreneurs who rebel against the status quo and who dare to create the lives and businesses of our dreams. We're out here reaching for it, being great. Now, if you want to learn more about that, you can go to FeliciaAllisonBunbury.com. Now, I do teach some six tenants that um, I address more on my website. And if you're interested in learning about that, head over to FeliciaBunbury.com. As I already stated, today's episode, we're focusing on hiring your first employee. That's usually the hardest hire to make. It's the biggest leap of faith the most mental work you have to do. And also there's things you ought to be doing to prepare for that first hire. And once you do it and you refine it, it becomes, you know, something that becomes easier and easier. And it's directly, it's the thing you can do that's going to have the biggest impact. And it seems so scary because you haven't done it. Just like anything else, haven't done it. It seems like a lot. It seems like responsibility. You just start your business out. Sometimes you pay yourself. Sometimes you don't pay yourself. Stop that nonsense as well. Um, and you feel like you have control. You feel like you have control. Having someone else feels like I have a responsibility. What if we play that what if game? And what if I can't you know, pay them? What if they're not a good fit? What if I don't have my stuff together? And you know they have a lot of questions. What if? Well, unicorns do it afraid. You're going to prepare to the extent that you can prepare, but you're not going to hide behind being perfect. You're not going to hide behind perfectionism to stop you and cripple you from being great. A lot of people are miserable in their business 
And it's not that being an entrepreneur is not for you. It's that you're not making the money you ought to be making and you're doing all of the things. And then you have commitments at home, whether you're single, married, single, kids, single, married, married with kids, you still have obligations at home because it's called self-care. And if you're not taking care of yourself, and if you're not making the money or you are making money, but you can't enjoy it, then what is the point? Entrepreneurship is linked to happiness if you do it the right way. Because entrepreneurs, if you look at the data, make up most small business owners, make up most of the millionaires in the United States. So if you want more money, you want the ability to have the comforts that you have always dreamed of. You want to be able to put your kids in the best schools. You want to be able to care for your parents. You want to be able to give back to your community. You want to be able to back the right political candidates. Then you need to have money. Oftentimes not having money is linked to being powerless, depression, et cetera. So that's why I do focus on how to empower women and specifically women of color with the ability to have their own. I have, I've worked for other people and I've had some good bosses and I've had some bad, you know, really bad bosses. What I can tell you when you work for yourself and you can create the environment in which you want to work, you want to, you can create your world. I usually work from home even before the pandemic. I take, I, I work very hard, but I take certain days off. I am in full control of my schedule. I'm in full control of clients I take. I'm in full control of my day. And when you figure out entrepreneurship, you can even be in full control of the amount of money you make. It's time to boss up. It's time to get out of your own way. It's time to stop believing those sinking thoughts in your head, the haters. Anytime you speak with family and friends, they want to keep things the way they are. They may be afraid. It may give you all the statistics. That's why you shouldn't start a business or, you know, how you're not going to find a husband if you make too much money and all this nonsense. They have decided to live small, mama, sister, uncle, cousin, brother, and we love them and we give them the respect of listening to them. And then we go out and be the unicorns we were born to be and do what we want to do. And then when you're doing all that boss stuff and, you know, they're going to start asking, what's the secret sauce? How do you do it? And the difference is getting up early, going to bed late, daring not to get in your own way and bossing up. If you own your own business and you are overwhelmed, you need to hire another person. That needs to be the main thing you're focused on. If you're thinking about starting a business and you have the means, I would suggest starting with an employee almost right away. And that's kind of what I did. And I may get into my story a little bit. And it makes all of the difference. And it's all a beautiful dance and you're learning together, but it's beautiful. So today I'm going to go through, walk you through the three W's with respect to hiring. We're going to go into why, who, and when. This is going to be pretty much a short and sweet episode, but it's going to have, it's going to set you up for all the thinking, the thought work you need to do and the how. We're not going to go deep, deep into the how. I will parcel that out into another episode, but you need, I'm telling you because everyone is afraid, well, what if, 
and what if, and why, you know, so we need to get that out. I want you out your own way. We're about to be in 2021, and it doesn't matter who who's president. It um, The pandemic is very unfortunate, but don't let that stop your hustle. You have to pivot. You have to figure out another stream of income that is recession and pandemic proof. I'm going to say that one more time. You need to find another stream of income that is recession and pandemic proof. All right, we're going to get into these three Ys. I mean, the three Ws and start with why. So why? Why hire that first employee? I've kind of touched on it a little bit. It will make you more money and provide you more time. Owners should be operating primarily in their strength. That's also something that's going to make you fall back in love with your business. If You you should not be doing all the admin things. I've actually designed, designed my business to where I don't do the things that I'm not good at and also just really don't like doing. Obviously, we're grown adults. You have to do some things that are not your favorite some of the time. But most of my time in my businesses, I spend them doing things that are my strengths or my passions. And that allows me to, first of all, shine. Second of all, be more satisfied, be happier, be more in love with my business. Let me tell you something. It's like having a a marriage. You've got to spice it up. You know, you can get inundated with the day-to-day, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday of having a business. But what you have to do is make sure you're not doing those things that you dread and that you're keeping it spicy. Okay, for me, I love, like, I love, I'm excellent, and my zone of genius as an attorney is litigation, is deposition, is mediation, is trials. I do a lot of those, okay? And I'm also, I do them very well, and it's something that lights me up because I love people and I love advocating for people. And it's also what I do in my coaching business. I advocate for you, I advocate for your right to live a big, juicy life. I advocate for your life to be a unicorn. I advocate for your right to be wealthy. And I work against the thoughts in your head that's keeping you from doing that. And I also give you the how and the processes and I lay it out for you and I walk you through it because that's my passion in life. That's what I was put here for, to advocate for people. It's my passion and those are the strengths that I have. Okay, so what I don't like to do for instance, or it takes me forever, some administrative stuff. And I actually have my staff take certain tests and I make sure that the things I don't like doing, whoever I'm hiring has a high altitude for that, is excellent at that. I may have said that word wrong, but you get what I'm saying. Now, each of your departments should run like an assembly line and be a well-oiled machine. I am an advocate of hiring, when you're new, hiring someone who is a generalist. So they know a little bit about every aspect of your business. And they have two areas, at least, that they're very great, exceptional at. And those two areas are not the areas that you are amazing and excellent at. So you want to have a well-rounded team. If you want to think about uh, sports, which I just think it lends itself to this, you want to make sure you're hiring around the star players' weaknesses. You don't want to have too many of the same strengths. You want to make sure you have a well-rounded team. 
it's the same thing. So, and when I say well-oiled machine, I believe that you should put people in particular areas so you could break up intake, you know, marketing, that's an area, intake, onboarding, delivery, you know, you need to break up the departments and honestly, you need to have people who are in their zone of genius in each of those departments doing what they're amazing at, doing what you don't like doing it and doing it exceptional. And it should be like the time it takes to get something done from an interested person being engaged as a potential client to them going through the whole process, the whole breadth of, you know, engaging, paying, getting the product or service, and then, you know, being on their way, being hopefully a referral source to you. That whole process should look pretty much the same in every situation. It can't be different. It can't take one person uh, a month to go through that process, another person three months to go through that process. If, it, if it, it's not a well-oiled machine, that means there aren't systems in place. There aren't, it's just loosey-goosey. And if you don't have consistent results or consistent process, you won't have consistent results. So therefore you can't hang your hat on that. You don't know how much money you're going to make. You don't know because it's, there's no science. Let me tell you, everything is a science. If you do it right, there is a science, it's scientific, it's mathematical. And that's something that I don't care what industry you're in. There may be different variables, but I'm telling you, that's how you know you're doing it right. I literally know exactly how many potential clients I need to speak to a month to make a certain amount of money. I know what my conversion rate usually is. And my conversion rate is consistently similar. And that's true for most people. Now, if it's not, that means that your marketing isn't consistent. You know, you're not tracking, you're not doing things intentionally. So now you're getting hotmess.net results. Okay, that's what's happening. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with the tools and tricks to help unicorn entrepreneurs level up their businesses. Now to increase revenue, add more zeros to your bank account, it's necessary to create, nurture, and convert the tribe. I've used several email service providers and I've discovered that ConvertKit is the best by far. They're flexible, easy to use, and they have amazing customer service. That's not all. ConvertKit makes it super easy to give out opt-ins or lead magnets. You can also add multiple lead magnets and forms to the same list, which is awesome. ConvertKit also makes it super easy to automate emails to your tribe. Want to sign up and support this podcast? Great. Go to the show description and double click the relevant link. Now back to the show. Now let's go to the who. You want to hire for your weaknesses. You want to hire for your weaknesses. This is the well balance I just talked about. The first hire, I think it's different in every, like people always say who, it's pro- it may be different in, in every kind of business. I do like, I like the idea of hiring salespeople or, you know, a virtual assistant that is very good at sales or customer service rep that kind of can do admin things as a first hire, depending on the industry that you're in. Sales is the lifeblood of a business. Even if you're really good at sales like me, that's my jam. 
I have to be replicated if I want to scale my business. So what I did is I made scripts. I recorded myself. I tried to figure it out and I actually did. And I was able to teach it to new team members. And not every one of them were able to replicate it. I would literally test it out to see who was able to convert. And I was able to identify the personality types, the scripts. Through trial and error, and I have it all down. And now I have two team members who are beasts at sales. So if I'm not there, conversions are still happening. Okay? That's how you have to see so when to hire for your weaknesses. Now, I, I already mentioned this. As part of my hiring process, I give assessments to help glean who the strengths, the weaknesses, the personality, and I give several, and they are very accurate because it's hard to consistently lie over. You know, between my interview process, which I do three to four prong interview process that's very detail oriented, I don't do a normal process, as well as the assessments. Between those, there's no lying. There's no hoodwink. There's no hoodwinking that. So some of you have to up-level your hiring process. You can't hire. You know, if you don't, if you're not intentional about hiring, what ends up happening is you hire out of desperation. You hire when you're overwhelmed and you hire. A lot of people hire family and friends when they first start out. That's not my jam. That's not my um, assignment in life. It's not to say I wouldn't. It's just not, I want to hire the most qualified person that I can pay. And um, I have another episode um, with Dina Einstein that she recommends, and this is what I found to be true. And I'll just go ahead and put you up on game for free 99. You need to hire somebody for the most amount of money you can spend. What I found when I was being cheapy, cheap, cheap, and I was getting what I paid for. I was getting people who are not very experienced, when you get to a certain dollar amount, you're going to get more qualified candidates. It just is what it is. It's just like everything else. You want quality, you have to pay for it. And um, there's no easy way down, as the song says, the country song says. So, yeah, do not hire people because you like them, because you want to have a drink with them, because they they are just like me. Oh, we're, so, we're like sisters. Oh, we're spirit animals. Now, just go ahead and be friends with that person. That's not what I hire for. Now, I don't hire people I don't like either. And that's the next one. Do not hire people that you don't like. You have to like their personality, but don't hire for that. If there's three candidates, one is exceptional, but you find that person to be a little boring, you might need that person's boring, meticulous, detail-oriented uh, personality. If you're miss big personality, big picture, not very detail-oriented, again, you need to be looking for Weakness is not like, oh my God, we're besties. I love her personality um, and all of that. Go ahead and just be that person you like's friend and go ahead and hire the person you need. Okay? So it's very, very important that your hiring process be meticulous. I know we're talking about who, but it has to be also a well-oiled machine. It can't just be a 15-minute conversation looking at the Facebook group and be like, you know what? I like the credentials. The credentials are not always, they're not always indicative of that person's ability to come into your business culturally, um, be a good fit, be a good tactician. Initially, someone needs to be a good tactician. That's not, there's so many levels to it. And also you have to look 
at your business and identify where you need the most help and hire that for that position. But whatever position that is, you can teach that person a little sales because without sales, you don't have any money. So you need to have, that's something I personally just like to do. That's what I do, if you were just wondering. Now, the last W is when. You want to hire before you are maxed out. But definitely if you're maxed out, if you're maxed out and your staff is maxed out and you're burnt out and all the outs (laughs) and none of the ends, you need to go ahead and hire because your business and health may depend on it. When? If you consistently are asking yourself, should I hire? Then you should hire. Okay. When? Save up for it. I guess this is more of a how. You need to save up for it. If you know it's coming, save up for it. I like to say save up at least 90 days or two months of what you may want to pay a team member. Let me put you up on some game for free 99. When I initially hired, I hired 1099. So, and I hired for my weaknesses. I hired somebody with a lot of experience in that particular area. uh, So they can sort of mentor me because I was newer to the area. And I, it was a hourly thing. So, you know, and then I realized I was using him quite a bit. Here's another thing. Don't be afraid to hire because when you hire somebody, one of their key performance indicators that they are a keeper is they should be worth their weight in gold. They should be making you money almost immediately. Within that first 60 days, 30 days, you should be seeing an increase in revenue. If you've hired somebody and you're not seeing an increase in revenue, that's an indication that you might need to fire them. Now, think about it. If you're hiring a person, you should be able to handle more. So I generally increase my marketing a little bit, whatever marketing you're using, and hire. And then I see an increase. The person more, if they're good at what they do, if they're efficient, and if you also have systems in place, and that's going to be a whole nother episode, then you, you're going to see more money. So you can't be afraid. You can't be afraid to invest in your business. A lot of times your business, like for me, my business is uh, the greatest uh, commodity or investment ROI that I have because it can make me a lot of money and I can manipulate how much money it makes by how much marketing I do, how many people I hire. You have to move away from being a worker in your business to being a CEO. And you cannot be afraid to expand your empire. There's nobody who's a boss that does not have an assistant. I'm talking about when a boss, some boss end up making multiple six figures. I'm talking about what you earn as a salary, not what your business earned, or making multiple seven, eight, nine, ten figures. The blueprint is out there. So again, you have to lean in. I was not wealthy. I did not have a lot of money. I started my business with a thousand, you could say 500 because I used 500 for the website, $1,000. And to my name, rent was due in two weeks and the rent was $1,400. So not a thousand additional dollars, just a thousand dollars to my name. And I was able to make it happen. And so can you, okay? You have to hire. I don't know who this episode is for. You have to hire. Yeah, if you don't know, get a coach, get with someone, figure it out. You have to hire, okay? And when you hire, you're going to create more time, you're going to create more money, and then you're going to start actually being a CEO of a business, okay? Do not be afraid. A lot of us women, we have this perfectionism that we hide behind, allow it to cripple us and not be great, not be, just do it, do it. 
if you, you're going to fumble. I, I actually am three years into my business and I'm now getting good at hiring. But I, even when I was not so good at hiring, it still made me more money. And even when I was straight up bad at it, it still made me more money. So again, I'm going to have a program coming out. It was originally going to be in October, but I decided because my husband and I are doing all the things, including building a house to push it into the first quarter, most likely January, February of next year, where I'm going to be launching the beta version of my online course where I break this down for you queens. So just know that that's coming up the pipeline for sure. You know, I I know I told you guys October had to be authentic with myself. There's all the things going on right now, including building and moving into a house before the end of the year, which is a big blessing. I'll do a whole nother episode about that. And I have to focus on that and focus on some other things. I have to focus on making sure the content is amazing. And you have you guys have all my time and, and energy. I don't do anything unless it's exceptional and I exceed your expectations with the value that I put out there. But thank you for listening to me, Unicorn. And you know what it is. Let's go get them, Unicorns. Want to be a part of a community of amazing women unicorns crushing it in life and business? Then head over to our private Facebook community, The Unicorn Entrepreneur. It's free and fabulous. The benefits are plentiful. Community of forward-thinking women, access to me. And if you're enjoying the conversations we're having here on the podcast, we continue some of those conversations and we deep dive. We look forward to serving you. Let's go get them, unicorns. Unicorns.